And then you know what God says? Um, take and eat and drink. This is the body and blood of Christ poured out for you freely for the forgiveness of all of your sins. Welcome to Tell Podcasts. You're listening to encouraging words from Pastor Joel, bringing you truth and peace through God's Word. In this episode, we consider if we are worthy of the Lord's Supper. We examine what God says in His Word and recognize the reasons we can be confident when we approach the altar. Think, evaluate, learn, lead. T-E-L-L. Tell. Now here's Pastor Joel with Am I Worthy? Thanks for listening. I, before I was a pastor here at this church at Holy Word, I used to teach high school. And one day a senior girl came up to me and told me, Pastor, I'm afraid to take the Lord's Supper. <laughs> what? Afraid to take the Lord's Supper? That is... That makes no sense. Um, <laughs> what? I mean, that's shocking. After, we, the new covenant is all about how God forgives us, and there's nothing that we have to do. Afraid of the Lord's Supper. Bread, wine, body, blood. That is, that is all of God's grace and the good news of the gospel coming to us. The communion is just dripping with God's love and God's grace for sinners. How, how on earth could anyone be afraid of the Lord's Supper. It was the reading for today that terrified her. From 1 Corinthians chapter 11, verses 27 through 32. It says, So then, whoever eats the bread or drinks the cup of a Lord in an unworthy manner will be guilty of sinning against the body and blood of the Lord. Everyone ought to examine themselves before they eat of the bread and drink of the cup. For those who eat and drink without discerning the body of Christ eat and drink judgment on themselves. That's why many among you are weak and sick and a number of you have fallen asleep. But if we were more discerning with regard to ourselves, we would not come under such judgment. Nevertheless, when we are judged in this way by the Lord, we are being disciplined so that we will not be finally condemned with the world. Pastor, am I worthy? It says, the person who eats and drinks in an unworthy manner is guilty of eating and drinking judgment upon themselves Pastor, I, I feel so unworthy, and I don't want to eat and drink judgment on myself, and so I haven't taken the Lord's Supper in over a year. Am I worthy? Am I worthy to come and take the Lord's Supper? The conversation that I had with her is, I think, the same conversation that I need to have with you. <laughs> So that's what we're going to do today. We're going to have that conversation. And actually, in fact, I, I kind of wish that I, some of you would want to have that conversation. I think some of you 
need to be in the same state of mind a little bit more like she was than you are right now. And so you too need to listen to this conversation that we're going to have. This conversation on communion. Am I worthy? So whoever eats or drinks in an unworthy manner, where, where did this come from? What's the story that this section of the Bible is, is coming from? Well, it's, it's about a guy. Uh, he was a pastor. His name was Paul. Uh, about 60-ish A.D., and he had started a congregation in the city of Corinth, which is like modern-day Greece area. He started a city or a congregation there, but he stayed there for a little bit. But then he had to go to other cities to start some new churches. And Pastor Paul got a report coming from this church in Corinth. See, this congregation, it was made up of people who were rich and people who were poor, and so when they would come together and celebrate the Lord's Supper together, some of the rich people uh, were well off. They were able to provide uh, the wine and the bread for everyone to partake in and share. What a beautiful thing. Except after a while, a few of those people who were rich, well, they, they brought the wine. They brought the bread, and they didn't just bring, like, you know, the cheap stuff. They brought a nice bottle of wine. So... Uh, what would they do when it was time to take the Lord's Supper? Well, I'll go first. Mmm. Mmm. Okay, passing it off. Let's share. Common cup, right? Oh, and this bread. I missed dinner on the way over, so let me just break off a piece of this bread. There you go. You guys can share that. Mm. The people who were going first were, were drinking all the wine, and the people who were eating first were eating all the bread, so that sometimes some of the people who were poorer, less fortunate, who would wait because they didn't bring the wine, they didn't bring the bread, uh, they wouldn't get to participate in the Lord's Supper because... <laughs> There was no more wine, and there was no more bread. Meanwhile, some of the other members of the congregation had to call an Uber from church because they were too drunk to drive home. And Paul heard about this. And so what did he do? What are y'all doing? Are you kidding me? You are taking the Lord's Supper and turning it into this abomination. How dare you? The Lord Jesus Christ, on the night he was betrayed, he gave us, this is the last thing that he gave us, the most important thing. This is all of God's, this is God's life work, his masterpiece, the gospel, the good news, Jesus' body and blood given for you for the forgiveness of sins. This, this is God's grace that he gave to his disciples and he gave to me and, and we took this treasure and we passed it on to you. And what are you doing? You're getting drunk? How dare you? How dare you? What, was he supposed to be excited that they were drinking so much wine and using all that extra blood of Jesus to cover all that extra sin? No. Instead, he said, whoever eats this bread and drinks this cup in an unworthy manner eats and drinks 
judgment upon themselves. Let's talk about cause, effect, and result. Cause, effect, and result. The cause. What was the cause that was happening here in the city of Corinth? These people were eating the body and blood of Christ and participating in the Lord's Supper in a disrespectful way. What was the effect? Cause and effect. The effect was that they were sinning against the body and blood of Christ. They were sinning against the body and blood of Christ. What was the result? Some people were getting weak. Some people were getting sick. Some of them were even dying. There was a tremendous, very serious consequence for the cause of eating the Lord's Supper in a disrespectful way. The effect was sinning against the body and blood of Christ, and there was a very serious result. So now you could look at this and be like, ah, look at COVID, right? The United States, full of sickness, death. Uh, is that because the, the United States is eating and drinking the body and blood of Christ in an unworthy manner? Maybe. I don't know. I'm not God. But neither are you. So none of you are allowed to leave here today and say, that's exactly what's happening. Because you're not God either. Okay? But we know that there are serious consequences to eating and drinking the body and blood of Christ in an unworthy manner. And so what do we need to do? We need to examine ourselves. Um, listen again to what Paul said. A verse, I'll start at verse 28. Everyone ought to examine themselves before they eat of the bread and drink of the cup. For those who eat and drink without discerning the body of Christ eat and drink judgment on themselves. That is why so many among you are weak and sick, and a number of you have fallen asleep. But if we are more discerning with regard to ourselves, we would not come under such judgment. Nevertheless, when we are judged in this way by the Lord, we are being disciplined so that we will not be finally condemned with the world. Getting sick is a bad result. Being weak is a bad result. Dying is a bad result. But the worst result that can come from sinning against the body and blood of Christ is eternal death. Isn't it interesting that Paul didn't just say, you guys are sinning. No, he specifically said, you're sinning against the body and blood of Christ. That's the worst sin. The one sin that cannot be forgiven is rejecting Jesus, rejecting the gospel. Well, hang on, wait a second. Jesus died on the cross for all sin. And that's very true. When Jesus died on the cross and he gave his body and blood as a sacrifice to cover sins, he paid for the sins of the world. But understand that if you reject Jesus, you're rejecting the forgiveness of sins. And so if you reject the forgiveness of sins, that is the one sin that cannot be forgiven. And so in the Lord's Supper here, again, is God's masterpiece. And he gives you, we heard about it last week in Pastor, Patterson, Pastor Patterson's sermon. Here in the bread and the wine, the body and blood of Christ given for you for the forgiveness of sins. And if you come up here and sin against the body and blood of Christ and eat and drink in an unworthy manner, understand the very severe results that can come from that. 
And so Paul is warning this congregation in Corinth, stop, stop eating and drinking in an unworthy manner. Examine yourself so that you can be worthy. And so that's what we have to do. When we come up to the Lord's Supper, we have to. We have to take the Lord's Supper. We have to approach the Lord's Supper in a way that is full of respect and humility. One, because this is God's masterpiece. This is God's life work given for you. And so we have to, right? Don't we have to approach God's throne and go, wow. But also, we have to approach God's table in a worthy manner, in a way that shows respect, because if we don't, the results will be tremendous. And so now the question is the same question that she had. How? How can I be worthy? How can I make sure that I don't sin against the body and blood of Christ? Am I worthy? Well, Paul tells us what to do, right? How do we do this? Paul gives us the instruction manual. Examine yourself. The word there is the same thing that you use for testing gold, right? Test yourself. Examine yourself and see if your heart is pure as you come up to the Lord's table. So let's do that, shall we? Okay, let's use the Corinthians. They were getting drunk and eating all the bread at the Lord's table. Was that being worthy of the Lord's Supper? No. Are you guys, you have to check yourself on that? Are you guilty of that? I don't think anyone's gotten drunk from church. I think we're good there. What about the person who comes up to the Lord's table and doesn't even believe in Jesus, right? <laughs> Jesus, yeah, Ooh, cool guy, right? Maybe a nice prophet, very influential, marketing genius. Yeah, let me come up and take the Lord's Supper. What do you think? Worthy or unworthy? Unworthy. Are we guilty of that? What about the person who's not planning on stopping sinning? Right? Like, yeah, I know. I'm not, I know. I'm not, I'm not supposed to cheat at work like this and steal. But, hey, after this, you know what I'm going to do this week? I'm going to cheat. Or, yeah, uh, I know I shouldn't be gossiping or enjoying someone else's shame like this. But you know what I can't wait to do next week? Oh, I can't wait to gossip and glory in someone else's shame. Is that somebody who should come up for the Lord's Supper? What about the addict? What about the alcoholic? What about the one who's addicted to pornography? That person who's struggling. Is that person worthy to come up to the Lord's table? After time and time and time and time again, they, they, they can't help themselves? Is that person worthy? What if you're not in a mood to forgive? Your coworker hurt you deeply. I'm not going to forgive him. No way. I didn't do anything wrong. Why should I forgive them? Or the spouse? <laughs> you get in a fight and you're just holding that. <clears throat> I'm not going to forgive. Should that person come up for the Lord's Supper? What about the person who's having weak faith? 
What about the person who comes up and says, man, I, like, I know I'm supposed to believe in Jesus, but sometimes I just, I don't know. Should that person come up to the Lord's Supper? What about the person who's sinful? Should the sinful person come up to the Lord's table? Or her? Should she come up to the Lord's table? You know what she was worried about? Confessing her sin. She said, Pastor, I examine myself according to the Ten Commandments, and I look at them, and I think, okay, I did that, and I sin there, 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 and I think I got them all, but before I go up, I remember there's another sin that I haven't confessed, and what if I don't confess all of my sins, and then I come up to the Lord's table, and I take the body and blood in an unworthy manner? How can I come up to the Lord's table I am a sinner, and I can't even confess all of my sins. I am so unworthy. Exactly what God wants. That's what makes you worthy. Is the person who examines themselves and realizes that they're a failure. In every way. God wants the person to examine themselves and, and be terrified to come up to God's table, to his throne, and stand before him with knees shaking because you know the sin that you have and the failures that you have, the weaknesses that you have. That's the person that God wants to come up to his table. Because that's the person who's saying, I need help. And then you know what God says? Come, take and eat and drink. This is the body and blood of Christ poured out for you freely for the forgiveness of all of your sins. I give you Christ's body and blood because I love you because of my grace for you. You're right. You're not worthy, and you never will be. But God didn't say come up in a way that deserves God's grace. God said come up, or Paul says come up in a way that's worthy, in a way that someone comes up and says, I don't deserve this. I'm a sinner. I need help. God says here it is. Body and blood of Christ poured out for you for the forgiveness of all of your sins. You are worthy because I make you worthy. So what do you think I said to her? Basically that. I said, yeah, it sounds like uh, you're really struggling. She's like, you have no idea. Tears in her eyes. You have no idea. I'm like, oh, so it sounds like you need some help. She's like, I need help so badly. I need help. I said, good, you're ready for the... Lord's Supper, go and take it. Because that's what God wants. It's for someone to say, God, I need help. And you clearly do. You know what she did? That Sunday she went and she took the Lord's Supper. You should have seen her on Monday. Beaming. Because what did she know? Even though she was so unworthy, God had made her worthy. To be a daughter of God. And she knew that. Because she had the body and blood of Christ. God's masterpiece given for her. 
And the same is true for you. Thanks again for listening to Tell Podcasts. Tell's mission is simple, teaching you the real gospel so you can teach others. Remember, truth brings peace. For more about Tell, visit us on Facebook or at tellnetwork.org.